problem. Centralization of power and money put first-generation cryptocurrencies out of reach. In the early days of Bitcoin, when only a few people were working to validate transactions and mining the first blocks, anyone could earn 50 Bitcoin by simply running Bitcoin mining software on their personal computer. As the currency began to gain in popularity, clever miners realized that they could earn more if they had more than one computer working to mine. As Bitcoin continued to increase in value, entire companies began to spring up to mine. These companies developed specialized chips, ASICs, and constructed huge farms of servers using these ASIC chips to mine Bitcoin. The emergence of these enormous mining corporations drove the Bitcoin gold rush, making it difficult for everyday people to contribute to the network and get rewarded. Their efforts also began consuming increasingly large amounts of computing energy, contributing to mounting environmental issues around the world. The ease of mining Bitcoin and the subsequent rise of Bitcoin mining farms quickly produced a massive centralization of production power and wealth in Bitcoin's network. To provide some context, 87% of all Bitcoins are now owned by 1% of their network. Many of these coins were mined virtually free in their early days. As another example, Bitmain, one of Bitcoin's biggest mining operations, has earned billions in revenue and profits. Hyperlink available. The centralization of power in Bitcoin's network makes it very difficult and expensive for the average person. If you want to acquire Bitcoin, your easiest options are to 1. Mine it yourself. Just hook up the specialized hardware. Here's a rig on Amazon, if you're interested. Just know that since you'll be competing against massive server farms from across the world consuming as much energy as the country of Switzerland, you won't be able to mine much. Or number two, buy Bitcoin on an exchange. Today you can buy bit Today you can buy Bitcoin at a unit price of $3,500 per coin at the time of writing. Note, you can buy fractional amounts of Bitcoin as well. Of course, you would also be taking on substantial risk in doing so as the price of Bitcoin is quite volatile. Bitcoin was the first to show how cryptocurrency could disrupt the current financial model, giving people the ability to make transactions without having a third party in the way. The increase in freedom, flexibility, and privacy continues to drive the inevitable march toward digital currencies as a new norm. Despite its benefits, Bitcoin's likely unintended concentration of money and power presents a meaningful barrier to mainstream adoption. As Pi's core team has conducted research to try to understand why people are reluctant to enter the cryptocurrency space, people consistently cited the risk of investing slash mining as a key barrier to entry. Solution Pi Enabling Mining on Mobile Phones after identifying these key barriers to adoption, the Pi Core team set out to find a way that would allow everyday people to mine or earn cryptocurrency rewards for validating transactions on a distributed record of transactions. As a refresher, one of the major challenges that arises with maintaining a distributed record of transactions is ensuring that updates to this open record are not fraudulent. While Bitcoin's process for updating its record is proven, burning energy slash money to prove trustworthiness, it is not very user or planet friendly. For Pi, we introduced the additional design requirement of employing a consensus algorithm that would be extremely user friendly and ideally enable mining on personal computers and mobile phones. In comparing existing consensus algorithms, the process that records transactions into a distributed ledger, the Stellar Consensus Protocol emerges as the leading candidate to enable user friendly mobile first mining. Stellar Consensus Protocol, or SCP, was architected by David Mazier, a professor of computer science at Stanford who also serves as chief scientist at the Stellar Development Foundation. SCP 
uses a novel mechanism called Federated Byzantine Agreements to ensure that updates to a distributed ledger are accurate and trustworthy. SCP is also deployed in practice through the Stellar blockchain that has been operating since 2015. A Simplified Introduction to Consensus Algorithms Before jumping to introducing the Pi Consensus Algorithm, it helps to have a simple explanation on what consensus algorithm does for a blockchain and the types of consensus algorithms that today's blockchain protocols generally use, e.g. Bitcoin and SCP. This section is explicitly written in an oversimplified manner for the sake of clarity and is not complete. For higher accuracy, see the section Adaptations to SCP and read the Stellar Consensus Protocol paper. A blockchain is a fault-tolerant distributed system that aims to totally order a list of blocks of transactions. Fault-tolerant distributed systems is an area of computer science that has been studied for many decades. They are called distributed systems because they do not have a centralized server, but instead, they are composed of a decentralized list of computers, called nodes or peers, that need to come to a consensus as to what is the content and total ordering of blocks. They are also called fault-tolerant because they can tolerate a certain degree of faulty nodes in a system. E.g., up to 33% of nodes can be faulty and the overall system continues to operate normally. There are two broad categories of consensus algorithms. The ones that elect a node as the leader who produces the next block, and the ones where there is no explicit leader but all nodes come to a consensus of what the next block is after exchanging votes by sending computer messages to each other. Strictly speaking, the last sentence contains multiple inaccuracies, but it helps us explain the broad strokes. Bitcoin uses the first type of consensus algorithm. All Bitcoin nodes are competing against each other in solving a cryptographic puzzle. Because the solution is found randomly, essentially the node that finds the solution first, by chance, is elected the leader of the round who produces the next block. This algorithm is called proof-of-work and results in a lot of energy consumption. A Simplified Introduction to Stellar Consensus Protocol Pi uses the other type of consensus algorithms and is based on the Stellar Consensus Protocol and, all, and an algorithm called Federated Byzantine Agreement, or FBA. Such algorithms don't have energy waste, but they require exchanging many network messages in order for the nodes to come to consensus on what the next block should be. Each node can independently determine if a transaction is valid or not, e.g., authority of making the transaction and double spending based on the cryptographic signature and the transaction history. However, for a network of computers to agree on which transactions to record in a block and the order of these transactions and blocks, they need to message each other and have multiple rounds of voting to come to consensus. Intuitively, such messages from different computers in the network about which block is the next would look like the following. I propose we all vote for block A to be next. I vote for block A to be the next block. I confirm that the majority of the nodes I trust also voted for block A, and there could be no block other than A as the next block. Even though the above voting steps seem to be a lot, the internet is adequately fast and these messages are lightweight. Thus, such consensus algorithms are more lightweight than Bitcoin's proof of work. One major representative of such algorithms is called Byzantine Fault Tolerance, or BFT. Several of the top blockchains today are based on variants of BFT, such as NEO and Ripple. One major criticism of BFT is that it has a centralization point. Because voting is involved, the set of nodes participating in the voting quorum are centrally determined by the creator of the system in its beginning, 
The contribution of FBA is that instead of having one centrally determined quorum, each node sets their own quorum slices, which will in turn form different quorums. New nodes can join the network in a decentralized way. They declare the nodes that they trust and convince other nodes to trust them, but they don't have to convince any central authority. SCP is one instantation of FBA. Instead of burning energy, like in Bitcoin's proof-of-work consensus algorithm, SCP nodes secure the shared record by vouching for other nodes in the network as trustworthy. Each node in the network builds a quorum slice consisting of other nodes in the network that they deem to be trustworthy. Quorums are formed based on its member quorum slices, and a validator will only accept new transactions if and only if a proportion of nodes in their quorums will also accept the transaction. As validators across the network construct their quorums, these quorums help nodes to reach consensus about transactions with guarantee on security. You can learn more about the Stellar Consensus Protocol by checking out this technical summary of SCP. Hyperlink available.